This week, on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite wrestlers-turned-actors. Hello and welcome to yet another mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm very glad we finally got that intro out. And I'm John Rooney. No, oh, they don't know what you're talking about. It got cut. Yeah, take that. What I liked about it is each attempt, the episode got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. It started out as glorious, and then it ended up as an episode. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Uh, this week, uh, because next week we'll be watching The Rundown, starring The Rock, we'll be discussing... Wrestlers. Now we've discussed our favorite wrestlers. We've even cast the modern Avengers as wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. But this week we're discussing our favorite wrestlers turned actors. You know what actors is. It's that thing where they pretend they're doing stuff and lies. As opposed to wrestlers, which is, oh wait, same thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. When you see blood in a show, that's real blood. Sometimes, yeah. Most often, like more, like more often than not, it is because they cut themselves with a hidden razor. Oh yeah, them. like that's that was both the old way and the new way. But there yeah. was a period there where they had capsules. Yep. So, anyways, this week we're discussing our favorite wrestlers turned actors. We're gonna go around the horn, starting with you, John. Who's your favorite wrestler turned actor? Rastlactor, we call him. Rackler. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Mm, and say... You know, I like a good Steagle Rackler. <laughs> yeah. Slow cooked. Yeah, it's a real tasty beer. Do you do? Okay. Yeah. You know, I found out that the Steagle Rattler, by reading it, is actually a malt beverage. It's actually like a soda, yeah. basically, yeah, with yeah. a little bit of alcohol it's in it. It's a Hurricane Forty with some grapefruit juice. Mm-hmm. It's real tasty. Oh, though. I fucking love them. <laughs> Especially when it's hot out. Love a Steagle Rattler. Oh, good hammock beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you Great this. Great baseball beer. And I'll tell you this. Not a lot of people will, will go to bat for this, but I will. A little bit of Malort, a little Stiegel Rattler, make a nice cocktail. Whoa. The Stiegel cancels out the super bitterness of the Malort, and the Malort kind of brings out the grapefruitiness of the Stiegel. I want to know what horrible, horrible thing happened to you where your Malort got spilled into your Rattler. <laughs> Well, he was walking down the street drinking his uh, Rattler. Someone was walking down the opposite side of the street drinking their Malort. And then, oops, all berries. (laughs) (laughs) All crunch berries. Which is my favorite mistake. Yeah, Mm -hmm. easy. My favorite mistake is that song from the Cardigans, My Favorite Mistake. Yep. Moving on. Nice. John, who's your favorite wrestler turned actor? John Cena. Ooh, John Cena. Nice. You're going to drop in their intro music, right? Sure, right now. No, in fact, I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do is just cut to a picture of cargo shorts. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll go, what are these cargo shorts doing just floating there? And I was like, that's because you can't see them. Also, if you try to hit stop on this podcast right now, even at SoundCloud, you will be redirected to our potato salad. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's incredible that you have found a way to cut visuals into a podcast. No, no, it's the Link, man. They're just going to transfer you. No, Link is the boy. Zelda's the girl. <laughs> Which is the one for the Philips CDI? Uh, th- there's three. Wands of, uh, the Wands of Gamelon? There is the Wand of Gamelon, the Adventure of Zelda, where you actually play as Zelda, and then, oh god, what was the last one? 
It was the, like, sister game to Wand of Gamelon. Nope, that information, thankfully, is no longer readily accessible in my brain. I think it was the shitbag? Faces of Evil, that's oh. what it was. Are you Same sure it difference. wasn't the shitbag? They were all the shitbag. <laughs> no, they were, they were that the was the secret, is when they finally flipped the last card on the final CDI game, it revealed that they were all the shitbag. Oh, see, I thought when you flipped the last Joker card, you found out that we were talking about God the whole time. That's what ICP told me. Yeah, and that was only applicable that one time for ICP. No, because now they're doing the second hand of Joker's cards, John. They're on the second deck. And also, Violent J is making pro-furry videos with his daughter. Why not? Weird. About how she bought a furry costume and it was of poor quality. Ooh. So they made a seven-minute video about how the snake scammed them. Yikes. It's worth hunting down. I, I, I watched that. Let's it's it. great. Uh, so, yeah, John so yeah, Cena. John Cena. John Cena. I, kind of a newer choice. Like, I missed out his entire wrestling career. I had moved over to New Japan by that point, so I don't really know a lot of his wrestling stuff. But his public persona is incredibly charming. He is one of the better baby faces of the sport. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because uh, mostly, you know, you get attracted to the heels. You know, that's where all that weird charisma tends to come mm-hmm. from. Like, rooting for the bad guy is a lot of fun. Uh, but John Cena is a fun, like, good guy to root for. Uh, as far as his acting career goes, I think he is incredible in Trainwreck. Absolutely. Where he is playing just a big fucking dumb idiot. <laughs> but a big fucking dumb idiot with feelings. With feelings <laughs> and vi- and like is, is very compassionate about other people. Like he finds out that Amy Schumer is cheating on him because he takes out her cell phone to turn it off in the movie theater. Yeah. So as not to disturb <laughs> the other patrons. Nice. I like it. What a guy. Yeah, it's that, so good. That movie is actually pretty good. Yeah. And like, I am not an Amy Schumer fan. I'm not a big fan of her comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, she's a really good writer. And like, that's actually a really solid movie and performance from her. Yeah. And also, uh, as far as athlete performances, LeBron James isn't bad in that movie either. That's so goddamn <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, John Cena also, he's been in a, he's been in a lot of movies. He made a few WWE movies early on, kind of generic, kind of wrote action movies. I think that's oh, yeah. how you get your acting career is Vince McMahon signs you do some kind of a movie contract. Yeah, right. And then after you have filled your quota, you're allowed to go make real movies after yeah. that. Right. Uh, apparently, I have not seen it, but he is in the movie Blockers. Yeah, Cock yeah. Blockers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, Blockers. which is weird or not. Like, that movie, st- every trailer for that movie turned me off so hard. But apparently the movie's quite entertaining. Oh, I heard all the reviews were terrible, too. Really? I've heard the exact... I, like, really? every review I've read is like, this is a weirdly, like, sex-positive sex comedy oh, in, like, yeah. an interesting way. I definitely Same read like, two that were like, this is a, like, shitty teen movie. Weird. Because, yeah, all the reviews I've read are like, it's about how the parents are wrong to be uh, so afraid of their children having sex. Uh, and, like, they should be talking to their children. Like, the moral of the story is, like, talk, talk to, your, to your kids and, like, help them discover their identities. It's supposed to be real good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I missed it. There was, like, a showing at the music box and I just, like, wanted to go but spaced out on the dates. It's in the red box now. Nice. Check it out. Nice. All right, John Cena. Patrick. 
Who's your favorite wrestler turned actor? Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mm -hmm. He left and went to Hollywood only to chew bubblegum and kick ass and abruptly ran out of bubblegum. <laughs> Not only is they live a fantastic, uh, like, in the style of Roadhouse, just a whole bunch of cheap 80s crap getting broken. Yeah. But uh, his turn as the maniac in Always Sunny in Philadelphia is Emmy-worthy. Like, it is <laughs> golden. It's, He's so good. It's a pitch-perfect impersonation of Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Yes. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Ah, oh, he's just just a great guy, and his fucking wrestling persona, wandering around with a kilt and bagpipes, and being a heel for Hulk Hogan was just great. All of it yeah. was great. I'll definitely go to bat for for They Live a lot. Oh, I yeah. love that movie. Sure, like he he's not the best actor, oh, sure. but he's super charismatic, and it's super clear that most of his lines, once the movie makes the turn from "I'm just a homeless guy looking for work" to "I put on magic sunglasses and everyone's an alien," yeah. <laughs> after that turn almost every line he has in the movie it, c it comes from a wrestling promo right, yeah. right. and it's amazing the moment that movie takes that turn is when he's put on the glasses oh it makes the turn way before that it makes it like way before that that's when it becomes incredible oh that's when the movie yeah that's when the <laughs> yeah. movie goes from good to great Fantastic. that's when it goes from movie to film <laughs> <laughs> He did the best shit talking of his, his <laughs> wrestling era too. The guy was just great saying words, unlike many other wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. true. He's also in a movie uh, called Hell Comes to Frogtown, <laughs> which is I don't know about this. So Hell Comes to Frogtown is like a super low budget like B movie from the eighties. He plays the last man on earth, nice, and a bunch of women need him to have sex with the women to uh, impregnate them to repopulate the earth. But unfortunately, the woman who is, like, able to breed with has been captured and taken to Frogtown, which is a town of mutant frogmen. Nice. Uh, there's a frog lady stripper in it uh, who is weirdly attractive. I'm hoping that Rowdy Roddy Piper fights the Battletoads in this. That's basically what it That's is. That's fantastic. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper v. Battletoads. Nice. Uh, terrible movie, but seek it out, Rowdy Roddy Top quality. Yeah. Uh, Mark, favorite wrestler turned actor. Patrick technically took mine, but... Yeah. We had but, to fight about it. But I am going to go to bat here for Dave Batista. Uh, Dave Batista got his start as a wrestler, Batista, mm -hmm. but quickly broke out in the acting game when he landed the role of Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and he's been playing that role uh, now for three movies both Guardians and Infinity War, yeah. and he is fucking hysterical. Yeah, he's great. He's got an amazing sense of comic timing. Uh, putting aside like the physicality of the character, he's just so funny yeah. and oh, so yeah. in character for that. He also gives a really good performance uh, in that opening scene of Blade Runner 2049 and the uh, accompanying short film that came in the lead-up up to that. He's a solid actor. Is it G&G 2 where he's, he has the big stupid laugh and then uh, notes that his dumps are notoriously huge? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, he's also uh, Mr. Uh, he's like the 
odd job inspector. Yeah. The James Bond movie. Right, right, right. And like his one fight scene is like the coolest Not fight like scene in the movie. Like one on a train or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really cool sequence. Um, now that is a guy I never saw wrestle. Like not even Yeah, kinda. same here. I nope. saw Cena a little bit like just from clips and stuff that's mm-hmm. going around but I've never seen Batista wrestle. In fact, I have no idea what that man looks like when he's not Drax. I saw him at C2E2 this year uh, from like 80 feet away just talking to somebody and it kind of shocked me. He didn't seem super tall but he was definitely eight people wide. (laughs) He's so big. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my guy. Uh, do we have any honorable mentions we want to go over? I mean, it's kind of icky now, but Hulk Hogan made yeah, the transition. It's kind of gross to look back on a lot of his career, knowing what a racist shitbag he actually is. <laughs> sure. If it helps, none of the movies he made are particularly good. Sure. Yeah, true. Sure. He's got I, one good part. Yes, it, and that is his cameo in Gremlins 2. The new batch. Where uh, he, there's a movie theater in the movie that you're watching, and the Gremlins get in into the projection room and start making some trouble so the usher knows exactly what to do in case of gremlins contacts Hulk Hogan yes it's right there on the OSHA poster next to what to do if someone's choking Mm -hmm. and what the current minimum wage is yep Yep. he goes out into the audience and damned if Hulk Hogan isn't there trying to enjoy what is it Snow White Snow White and the Seven Dwarves yep Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Hulk Hogan oh no no they're trying to watch gremlins too because when you saw it in the theater what happens is the film fucks up and breaks and everyone goes oh what's going on and the usher comes out and is like Mr. Hogan I'm sorry but we have gremlins in the theater yeah. He's like, Gremlins! <laughs> then he screams up to the projection Yeah, he booth. cuts a wrestling promo right there in the theater. Yeah. Like you do. And the Gremlins acquiesce to the Hulkster's demands and put back on the rest of Gremlins too. Because I think in its place they were showing like weird Swedish volleyball, like the oh, key, yes. bikini movie. Right <laughs> yeah. God bless you, Joe Dante. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic movie, Patrick. Any uh, any honorable mention wrestler turned actors? I don't think I know of any others that really turned. Well, next week we're gonna watch a movie starring one, oh, The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Well, you know, The Rock is kind of the one you can't. It's like Bruce Lee in kung fu movies. You can't sure. pick The Rock, right? That's a good point. <laughs> He's easily the most successful of anyone who's ever tried to make that transition. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I guess there was like a brief period of time where Triple H tried to do some acting. Fucking Andre the Giant and Princess Bride. Oh, good call. That's right. That, that one we shouldn't forget. God, speaking of Hulk Hogan, like his match with Hulk Hogan really puts into perspective just how big physically Andre was. At the I time. know, right? Like he dwarfs Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he, like know. Hulk Hogan has to strain his neck to look up at him. I don't. There's a picture uh, somewhere going around on the internet where you can see uh, Andre the Giant and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar holding Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, it's and Will Chamberlain. Is it Will Chamberlain? Yeah, because it's on the set of Conan the yeah. Destroyer, and they're both just like. Nine feet taller than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, they're both like or, uh, seven two, seven three. Yeah, uh, just gigantic dudes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andre the Giant, of course. Did you see the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO? No, I heard oh, it's really no, good. I've heard it's really good. Though. It is. It is really good. Yeah. It's uh not long enough. I wish it was a little longer, a little bit more in depth. But it was solid. It was really cool. And to see like a lot of his like wrestling in there. Like, that was pretty awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. For a big guy, especially earlier in his career, he was pretty mobile. Yeah. Like, he could move. Yeah, he yeah, did he some shit, move. man. He's he was a good. big dude. Uh, I will say, uh, besides The Rock, Andre the Giant, uh, last wrestler turned actor, Mark Calloway, 
The Undertaker uh, for his amazing yeah. cameo in Suburban Commando right? yeah. uh, as one of the bounty hunters chasing down Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Kevin Nash in Magic Mike and Magic Mike Double XL. Uh, oh, I didn't even. I never didn't see those movies. He plays yeah. Tarzan. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. Is Kevin he the one Nash. that uh, did sex with um, uh, what's her name from? Uh, Andy, McDonald? Andy McDonald? No, that's uh, Big Dick Richie, played by Joe Manganiello. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Also, Joe Manganiello. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> was Donald, gonna... I was going to say, like, Donald Glover's in one of those movies, too. He's in Magic Mike yeah. Double XL. Dude, oh, here's the thing about Magic Mike. The first Magic Mike movie, it's all right. All the stuff, like, the stripping is all really, like, all the dancing is actually really well done. They're very good at what they do. The storyline is okay. Mm -hmm. The female lead in the movie is clearly, like, the studio head's daughter and is not an actor. (laughs) It is very bad. And the kid who plays the, like, he's called the kid in the movie is absolutely trash. I wish. Oh, I wish. (laughs) Oh, it would have been so good. But Magic Mike Double XL doubles down on the stripping, and it just becomes a one last dance for the people. And it's a road trip movie where they strip their way down to Florida. Nice. And along the way, they stop at like an all like an all black like a black strip club with that's run by Jada Pinkett, and it's got Michael Strahan nice. and Donald Glover. Nice. And Donald Glover like his bit isn't like a dance he comes out and like he just like gets kind of naked and then just sings and just like so much charisma you like yeah. and you had forgotten that at that point like he'd left community and like Atlanta I don't think it'd come out yet no it'd there been was a, a wide gap between yeah yeah, yeah. like he'd done some music but like all of a sudden yeah, like, he had he'd done just, like two mixtapes as Charles yeah. Gambino at that point but like he shows up in that movie and just fucking crushes it's mm. real good Magic Mike Double XL two thumbs up nice. <laughs> Also, lots of dicks. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> uh, so that's going to do it for... Which is, weirdly enough, a criticism of we that we have of the next movie. Yeah. yeah. Not enough dicks. Not boo, not boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> the movie goes out of its way to explain why there's no dicks. Yeah, yeah. that's a bummer. Jerks. Uh, so that's going to do it for this Minnesota Body Counts in Beer. Uh, I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am ordering a copy of Magic Mike Double XL from Amazon.com as we speak. This guy <laughs> needs dicks, dicks, dicks. Yum, Please yum, yum. deliver it. Directly to me, John Rooney. And we'll see you next time. Dicks. <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating and review. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.